Hello Cryptonauts, today is August 17th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats, as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright Cryptonauts, before we get started, I want to remind you that we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your daily stats. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $11,690.73 with a 0.8% gain. And in second place, we have Ethereum settling at $394.38 with a 0.9% gain. Third place, we have USDT Tether settling at $1 with a 0.1% loss. And in fourth place, we have XRP Ripple settling at $0.28 with a 1.6% gain. Fifth place, we have Chainlink settling at $15.58 with a 0.6% gain. And in sixth place, we have Bitcoin Cash settling at $289.79 with a 2.5% gain. And in seventh place, we have Litecoin settling at $61.35 with a a 4% gain. Eighth place, we have Cardano Cardano settling at 12 cents with a 0.8% gain. And ninth place, we have Bitcoin SV Satoshi's Vision settling at $196.52 with a 1.6% gain. 10th place, we have Polkadot settling at $4.01 with a, whoa, this is kind of odd. Hmm, the stats kind of seem a little bit off. But what I have here is a 1.6% loss. There's something going on with the seven-day average. It's, it's missing on Polkadot. Is it because it's new? I, I don't know much about Polkadot. Well, actually, it says Polkadot in parentheses new. So, <laughs> must be why. Huh? So, that's kind of odd. So, CoinGecko already... So, what? what? Polkadot's already in 10th place, and it's not even seven days old? Is that what? That's crazy. What's the market cap on this polka dot? $3.6 billion. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Anyways, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 coins by market cap with your overall market cap at $378.5 billion, up by 1.4%. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright Cryptonauts, as another friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. And don't forget to collect your, where's it at, where's it, there it is, your daily candies, which I'm about to do right about now. There we go. Alright, so first news coming in from Lee M. Frost. Ocean token price rises 30% on Binance listing. The price of blockchain data sharing platform Ocean Protocol's token Ocean has risen by roughly 30% in just a few hours following the listing on major crypto exchange Binance. It's a pleasure for Ocean to be on Binance, tweeted Ocean founder Trent McConaughey today. 
The token initially rose as high as 0.69 cents before coming back down to its current value of 57 cents, according to crypto analytics platform CoinGecko. As Decrypt reported, the developers of Ocean Protocol aims to create a way for people, people, industries, startups, and governments to connect and share information at high levels without compromising underlying proprietary data. To achieve this, Ocean Protocol allows the, for the building of data services and marketplaces powered by blockchain technology. Mm, let's skip on down. Eh, that's fine. Next news, written by Scott Cipollina. Devs release fix for Ethereum 2.0's crashed testnet. Prismatic Labs has put out a fix for Ethereum's 2.0's Medalla testnet after a bug on August 14th brought the testnet to its knees. The Medalla testnet is a public network designed to implement Ethereum's 2.0's proof-of-stake blockchain network upgrade. Just last week, the testnet had 26,000 people keeping the network running with more than eight with more than 830,000 testnet Ethereum in play, but a simple bug crashed the network in just a few hours. How did the testnet crash? The problem started when a third-party kit stopped working properly. On Friday, Cloudflare's rough time, a public measure of time developed by Google, was off by about four hours. Cloudflare is a third-party web infrastructure provided that Prism relies on and uses to adjust users' clocks if they are skewed. The bug caused havoc with the network's internal time clocks. Different parts of the networks were showing times lags up to four hours. The network's validators, participants who run nodes to propose and validate blocks, began incorrectly proposing future blocks. Not only that, but they could no longer process blocks properly or receive rewards and transaction fees. That's not good. How are developers fixing the problem? Prismatic Labs initially made a few fixes before later publishing an upgrade, which included a bug fix. The Prism team developed Alpha.22, which is the main bug fix for the Medalla testnet. It's designed to provide initial sync improvements that may assist in resolving ongoing sync issues in the Medalla test network. We need all the help we can get to get the testnet back on track and updating your nodes is a great way to add more healthy peers to the network, the Prismatic Labs team announced via Twitter. Van Loon, Ethereum protocol devel developer and co-founder of Prismatic Labs, also underlined the importance of using a testnet in order to find these kinds of bugs and to do so before the network goes live. Alright, next news, written by another one, Liam Frost. Looks like he's been busy. How the Ethereum Classic hacker stole $5.6 million from OKX. Crypto exchange OKX published a new report on Saturday detailing how the perpetrator of a recent 51% attack on Ethereum Classic managed to steal $5.6 million of cryptocurrencies using its platform. As Decrypt reported, Ethereum's Classic blockchain was recently hit by a two consecutive 51% attacks on August 1st and August 6th, gaining control over 51% or more of the network's hash, hash power. The hacker or a group snatched around $5.6 million worth of cryptocurrencies during the first strike. Here's how it went down. That, I mean, I laugh at that because it shouldn't happen, but it's happened. Not only once, but twice. Preparing for the attack. According to OKX, the hacker began preparing for the attack as far as back as June 26, cre creating five phony accounts on the platform. Notably, all of them also passed the second and third 
levels known as levels of know your customers procedures and get their withdrawal limits increased starting oh my goodness starting on july 30th these accounts deposited around 68,230 zec privacy tokens privacy coins on okx's combined some sim- simultaneously the hacker had been building a shadow chain quote of the etc blockchain in alternative alternative record of transaction history hidden from other miners on july 31st the attackers account traded all of their zec for etc receiving a total of 807,260 coins that were worth around 5.6 million dollars at the time etc were then transferred to the hackers external addresses oh jeez the ha- the hacker starts the attack. Later that day, the hacker launched a 51% attack on the Ethereum Classic, initiating his shadow chain. At this point, both the legit and malicious transaction hist- histories com- contained the record of 807,260 ETC being transferred from OKX to the hacker's external address. During the attack, the hacker sent all, all of the previously received Ethereum Classic coins back to the OKX and traded them for around 78,900 ZEC, which he immediately withdrew. Because over 51% of the block's hash power was under the hacker's control at this point, he was able to mine new blocks faster than other nodes, making the shadow chain longer than the original ETC history, combined with inefficient communication between exchanges, wallets, and miners. This confused the Ethereum community and prompted nodes to start mining the malicious shadow chain from now on. However, the hacker had manipulated his version of the transaction history, which now became the main one. In it, the 807,260 ETC were recorded as being sent not to OKX, but to the attacker's other addresses, making it so that the coins were never sent back to the exchange. This way, the hacker had convinced OKX that it had deposited funds before making it so that the funds were never deposited in the first place. This is how OKX lost its money. OKX blacklisted the address that were allegedly used by the hacker and suspended his five accounts. In the future, the platform had also plans to increase confirmation times for ETC deposits and withdrawals. And if the networks can't become more secure, the exchange might even delist it altogether. Wow. First of all, I have to applaud that hacker or hackers or group or corporation, whoever it was, whatever it was. Shoot, it could even be a bot for all I know. That was an excellent, excellent execution. I mean, by, by all accounts, regardless if it was good or bad, whatever your, 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 your judgment is, it's, it's, it's perfect, like the way, the way it went through. It was perfect. Anyways, oh, if you have questions about that, you want you want to talk about that, just go ahead and leave me a message on the Anchor app or Discord app, and we'll chit chat. Anyways, next news written by Liam Frost: Paris Hilton sells Ethereum-based artwork for seventeen thousand dollars. Paris Hilton, a famous heiress of what is that? Eponymous Hotel Network has auctioned off a digital painting of her cat for 40 ETH, worth around $17,000, on recently launched Ethereum-based auction platform Cryptograph. The Paris Cryptograph is a hand-drawn portrait of one one of her cats named Munchkin. Cryptograph explains, adding that this is Paris's 
first ever NFT and so the fact is that it is a portrait of a kitty is some would say rather appropriate to give how NFTs and CryptoKitties are so synonymous. As Decrypt reported, the crypto cryptograph allows famous personalities to auction their digital artworks, also called cryptographs, mm-hmm. in the form of unique non-fungible tokens (NFTs) stored on the Ethereum blockchain, and they contributed to the charities and the process. <sighs> All right, next news, written by Scott Chipolina. Bitcoin breaks $12,000 amid surge in popularity. The price of Bitcoin surpassed $12,000 on Monday, marked the second time the cryptocurrency has reached this milestone within 2020. This represents a 5.2% increase from its lowest value during the last seven days. Throughout the last seven days, Bitcoin has been hovering around the $11,000 bracket, pushing up as high as $11,900 and dropping as low as $11,400 according to data provider CoinMarketCap. Tyler Winklevoss, co-founder and CEO of Gemini, tweeted, Bitcoin rocketing through 12000 on Monday morning is much more energizing than a large cold brew. <laughs> that, 100%. 100%. That's right. I mean, if you haven't huddled yet, if you haven't bought your cryptos, buy them now. I mean, you should have bought them a long time ago, but if you're going to get it, get it now. Starting 2020 out at about $7,200. Bitcoin's price remained re- relatively stable until March, when the cryptocurrency suffered major blow amidst the outbreak of COVID-19 pandemic, falling from $9,000 to $4,500 an hour, which, guess what, this man right here bought crypto around that price, so I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Bitcoin steadily rose back up, reaching the $9,000 mark in May, before breaching $11,000 just before the start of August. All right, Digital Asset Manager Grayscale Investment has also seen $217 million of inflows into its major trust funds for Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies. This came the following, the following a national national TV ad that failed to properly mention Bitcoin. That's, it is what it is. It's the past now. Next news, written by Adrian Hamacher. Veteran investor Jim Rogers warns of worst market meltdown ever. You know what, Mr. Rogers? I think I agree with you. Jim Rogers, chairman of Roger Holdings and famed investor, has warned that the repercussions stemming from global central bank policies will be more severe than than anything we've witnessed to date. The next time we have a problem, and we are having it now, it, it is going to be the worst in my lifetime, he said in an interview with Economics Times last week. Since the coronavirus pandemic shuttering much of the U.S. Ec- uh, economy in March, the U.S. Federal Reserve has gone to, to unprecedented lengths to shore up things. Interest rates were cut to zero, unlimited quantitative easing was announced, and central banks had started purchasing corporate bonds and announced an initiative to buy state and local bonds. But according to Rogers, this is just storing up problems. A pessimistic outlook. All of the liquidity injected into the financial system precipitated a huge rally. Since the lows of March 23rd, and the S&P 500 is now trading around 50% higher and showing no signs of slowing down. For the past 20 years, the Federal Reserve has printed staggering amounts of money and kept driving interest rates lower. They have never been this low. It's not going to work and we're all going to pay a horrible price, said Roger, reiterating, reiterating his view on the Daily FX podcast last week. Oh, you know, that is actually terrifying. That's, I mean, just the way that's said, 
Ooh, gives me chills. Anyways, next news written by The Defiant. Curve assets soar over $1 billion after one of crypto's strangest tokens launches. From an anonymous account deploying the smart contract to, fur- to, fully di- to a fully diluted valuation of $175 billion and now over... Wait a minute. Is that supposed to be billion or million? I'm kind of confused. Sometimes these things are messed up. Let's see. Let me try to read that again. I'm going to read it verbatim. Here we go. From an anonymous account deploying the smart contract to a fully diluted valuation of $175 billion and now over $1 billion in total value locked, Curve's native governance token launch has been an absolute roller coaster. Hmm. The DeFi community had been impatiently waiting for the launch of Curve's Finance CRV token all last week until they just couldn't wait any longer. Literally. On Thursday evening, Xerox Chad, with whom Curve team says it's not associated, took the liberty of spending $8,000 in gas to deploy Curve's publicly viewable contracts, kickstarting one of the most controversial launches in DeFi history. As of the community, as the community scrambled to figure out what figure out whether or not the token could be trusted and theories on whether it was all an inside job were flung about hungry farmers blindly tossed capital into the contract to accumulate 80,000 CRV before the official front end was deployed the curve team said the code and admin keys were correct and decided to just go with it we had no choice but to adopt it the launch has happened they tweeted hmm one billion dollar one billion dollar milestone with that 500 million dollars in liquidity raised into the protocol over the first 24 hours that is insane that's insane money that's insane money jeez i remember when the dow came out it was like it was it was it was crazy just to try to get the first 100 million and now we're looking <laughs> Now we're looking at 500 million in less than 24 hours. That's crazy. That's crazy money. And it's only it, there's only more money coming in. So if you once again, if you have not bought your cryptos, buy them now. Buy them now. I mean, in 10 years you're gonna look back and be like, wow, there's even there's there's billions of dollars being deposited in 24 hours. Watch, you'll see, you'll see. Anyways, next even trillions. Who knows? We're on our way to the first trillion. Anyways, mining CRV. Curve's Minter interface allows anyone to earn CRV for locking one of their seven liquidity pool position in gauges. Some pools have different weights, which means that they will receive more CRV for every dollar in liquidity provided. On top of this, each gauge type also has different weights, according to a post on Curve's website. Anyways, um, yeah, these are a bunch of numbers. Yeah, okay, next news. You know, I don't like numbers. I mean, if you want to read the numbers, you can read the numbers. But I guess for uh, for me reading it to you guys, the numbers, I think, in my opinion, maybe you can comment below. But in my opinion, telling you a bunch of numbers in a podcast just sounds like a bunch of mumbo jumbo. So I like to skip all that and just go to the next news. Which here we are, written by Robert Stevens. Crypto loving commish Hester Pierce swore in for a second SEC term. There's a big smile. 
Hester Pierce, aka Crypto Mom, won't be leaving the SEC anytime soon. The crypto-friendly commissioner of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission was today sworn for a second term. The SEC announced that she had secured the second term, which lasted for five years on August 6th. Pierce is known for her progressive stance on cryptocurrencies. She won over the crypto faithful in 2018 after she criticized the SEC's rejection of the Bitcoin ETF or Exchange Traded Fund. ETFs let you trade funds or assets like a big Bitcoin fund on the stock market. Pierce was concerned that the SEC's approach undermines investors' protection by precluding greater institutionalizations of the Bitcoin market. Alright. There's a bunch of stuff about her, about her history. If you want to read it, you can go ahead and read that. Next news written by Andrew Hayward. Link Marine, Dave Portnoy, and crypto you can pump and dump all day long. Barstool Sport President Dave Portnoy has clearly been bitten by the crypto bug. And after last week last week's collaboration with Gemini. Gemini's Winklevoss twins and claiming that he had bought at least $1 million worth of Bitcoin, he's back at it again today. In this morning, Dave Davey Day Trader Stream, which Portnoy proudly announced is now sponsored by crypto led lending firm BlockFi, El Presidente claimed that he was up to more than $100,000 of his Bitcoin investment after a week. Portnoy, who referred to himself as the king of the king of Bitcoin added, added at this rate, I'll make a million dollars in a in a month in Bitcoin. That's insane. Beyond frequent chatter about Bitcoin throughout the throughout the episode, he also turned his attention to a couple. So 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 hold on hold on let me let me backtrack. Well maybe maybe maybe, maybe they might talk about it because BlockFi it's, it sounds like what he, what's he doing? He's lending his 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 Bitcoin has one hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin. And earning interest off of it on Black Buy, which you can do. I personally use Celsius Network. I trust Celsius Network more than I do BlockFi. That's just my personal preference, and I think that's 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 what I that's who I roll with. And if you want to do that, I have a referral link below. Check it out. Anyways, continuing, let's skip on down. Uh, let's see. Portnoy has recently been retweeting people who note his perceived influence on crypto prices thanks to his 1.7 million Twitter followers and considerable overall reach. He says that while he avoids pumping and dumping stocks in the traditional market due to SEC oversight, he has no problem whatsoever trying to do so, do it with cryptocurrency. The thing I like about pump and dumping in crypto is it's encouraged, he said. In crypto, you can pump and dump all day long. Well... Mr. El Presidente. In a way, you're right. In a way, you're wrong. I kind of don't like that, personally. I like to hodl all the way. Next news written by Andrew Hayward. Bitcoin-friendly trading app Robinhood, now worth $11.2 billion. Crypto-friendly... Oh, I have to sneeze. (laughs) Crypto-friendly trading app Robinhood has pulled in a record number of users during the pandemic and quarantine. And it is no surprise to hear that the company itself is also raking in vast amounts of investments along the way. Today, Robinhood announced that it has raised another $200 million in a Series G fund, rounding from D1 Capital Partners, which now boosts the company's valuation to $11.2 billion. Uh, yeah, 
cool. Uh, we'll leave that news at that. Next news written by Jose Antonio Lance. Ripple's XRP spikes 8%, price nearly nears yearly highs. Really? Crypto traders woke up today to green pastures thanks to Bitcoin's excellent performance, which broke the resistance of $12,000 per coin and dragged the rest of the market with it. And though there has been a considerable buzz around DeFi and Ethereum lately, it looks like this could be XRP's week to shine. Following a jump of nearly 8% over the last 24 hours, Ripple's XRP is now trading right around $0.32 per coin. That's close to the... Close to its yearly high for 2020, XRP reached a price of 33 cents in February prior to the market crash in March. Wait, what was it today? It was, let's see. Right now, XRP, what was it again? XRP, is that 28 cents? Wow, that's a big drop. Uh, let's see where we at, Ripple. Okay. After a significant drop last Tuesday, which sunk XRP to 26 cents, Ripple's token has managed to recover, showing a relatively rapid day-to-day -day growth, the delight of swing traders. Based on the token's performance throughout the year, XRP has now broken the last remaining resistance levels before testing its yearly high. XRP's Fundamental and Market Sentiment Besides Bitcoin Ripple, the company has been making some waves of its own, and though there is often a difference between what Ripple does and how XRP behaves. Some see a direct relationship between the two. The Financial Times reported last week that Ripple was pivoting its business in mid now to become the so-called Amazon of payments, which sparked a fair amount of controversy with the crypto community. Ripple CEO Brad Garlinghouse's Optimism had two interpretations, one of which was that Ripple was looking to reinvent itself in the face of a lack of positive results. Low adoption of its technology combined with the falling price of XRP could be influence, influencing a shift in strategy and a search for new use cases. Following the backlash, however, Garland House pleaded his case. Ripple, he said, was not changing its philosophy. The CEO shared some shared some data over Twitter which indicated growth for the firm and successful in pivoting uh, sorry and success in providing blockchain solutions for the traditional payment world. Ripple's on-demand liquidity products for example has grown over two billion dollars in transactions since its launch. Could it be inspired bullish sentiment among the XRP faithful despite a rough 2020? For the coin so far we're about to find out. Hmm Next news written by Robert Stevens. Grayscale opens trading for Bitcoin Cash Litecoin Trust with $30 million in assets. Grayscale, the huge crypto investment house, has opened public trading for shares of two altcoin funds, the Grayscale Trust and Bitcoin Cash and Litecoin. This means that six products offered by Grayscale are now traded publicly. The trust, which aren't registered with the SEC, lets investors have exposure to cryptocurrencies without having to go to the efforts of buying and storing the cryptocurrencies themselves. You know, see the thing about the thing about me is that I think I started I started like early, 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 early on with crypto, and it, it's awesome to have Grayscale for. Big. This is grayscale is for big banksters. 
giant corporations with with infinite amount of money for people like like me that have very little bit of money and started early on in crypto know that grayscales you're paying a premium for them to hold your cryptos in fact they hold your private keys and now if you know my, my thing is if they're if they're not your keys they're not your coins grayscale holds your keys so they're not your, technically your coins they can they can shut down tomorrow or even tonight and then they're gone they have all your cryptos all that money they're gone and on top of that they charge you like a 20 percent 20 percent difference in price right that's that's crazy money that's crazy i can buy 20 percent more crypto with that that's crazy anyways did i finish reading all this grayscale operates several publicly traded trusts these compromised trust for Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ethereum Classic, and the Grayscale Digital Large Cap Funds, which is composed of Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP, Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin. The largest cryptocurrency will market up until Chainlink recently took the fifth position. These trusts are far larger. There is $4.9 billion in Bitcoin Trust and $862.7 million in its Ethereum Trust Fund, for instance. See, I wouldn't mind having a trust fund if there was a very small fee so a very small i mean i understand these companies need to make some kind of profit but making like a 20 to 30 percent even up to a 50 percent profit i mean that's insane why would you why would you do that why why because people don't know these people up on there up, up on the top that have just money just to dump infinite amount of money just to dump they don't care they're gonna make their money back of course with interest They'll make their money back because they have so much money that they can make it back. But people like us do not. People that they don't have all that kind of money. <sighs> no, no. I looked into it. The, the numbers for somebody like me, no. I, I and on top of that, not your keys and not your coins. I, I don't trust anybody with my crypto, other than Celsius. You know, that's the only company that I trust because they, they have everything publicly displayed for you to see. You can see. So I can't look at Grayscale's public ledger. There isn't there. It's not. It doesn't exist. You can see uh, the data that they put out, whatever, whatever nice things that they want to put out for you to see. But see, with, with Celsius, you can see all that stuff. That's why I trust Celsius. And on top of that, I, I, I earn my interest every Monday, like tomorrow. I'm going to earn my interest. So with that said, let's go ahead and continue with the next and <clears throat> final news. Written by Andrew Hayward, Ethereum-based soccer game scores deals with Japan's J-League. Blockchain-based fantasy soccer game Sorare is one of the most prominent crypto games today, pulling in an ever-growing assortment of licensed team leagues. Uh, oops, I lost my spot. Oh, well, today the Ethereum-driven game games roster of real-world players, which are tokenized as collectible digital assets, grew larger with the additional of Japan's J Leagues. The deal for the entire the entirety of the league includes all 18 teams and stars and star players such as Viso Kobe, Andres Inestia, and Yokohama FC's 53-year-old. Kazuyoshi Miura. Miura. 
I want to say that Kaz, Kazuyoshi, Kazuyoshi Miura, Kazuyoshi Miura. Sarari now counts an array of international leagues and teams on its platform, including the top European clubs such as Juventus and Atletico Madrid, the entire Korean professional football leagues, and all the players from the United States Major League Soccer. Our ambitions is to create a global fantasy football game with the top 20 leagues in the world, Sorare CEO Nicholas Julia explained to Decrypt. Alright, nice. We are done, Cryptonauts, for today. With that said, make sure you are buying your cryptos. If you don't know how to buy your cryptos, you can use my referral link down below. So with that said, Cryptonauts, I will catch you all on the next one. Hoddle, hoddle, hoddle. Adios.